Danny. All right. Are you going to start? You want me to start? Um, yeah. Hey. So you can have, you know, like your happy Wednesday, like you normally do. Like hey, everyone, you know, normally, and then whatever's come in, norm, you know, and then and then we'll chime okay. in if you ask yeah. us to. Okay. All right. So hi, everybody. Um, this is really strange for us. This is our second uh, week attempt at live video, so we're very excited. So if you're listening to this on audio. Um, that might be why we interact a little bit differently, but we've got all the usual cast of characters here. Mr. Tony Valens in the house, he is standing by. We've got Mr. Danny. We have got Walt all the way, fresh in from LA. Whatever's come in, or you know, and we'll chime in if you ask us to. All right, so hi, everybody. This is. All right, so I'm trying to figure out why the delay was. Does somebody have their audio? Anyway. Okay, so a couple things I want to talk about this week that um, has been coming in for me. First of all, I'm really excited about some things going on, so I'm going to start with that. Then we'll, Danny always has some great stuff to say. Walt always has some additional comments, and we'll get to Tony in a tiny, tiny bit. Um, the first thing I want to talk about, though, is we're really excited about our live Columbus event. We're taking reservations. It's the first time I'm appearing live for many, many reasons in four years. So I'm going to be speaking at Universal Light Expo. And we're actually offering a couple group readings. We're, we're offering a group reading. We're offering a group healing. And we're offering this dinner that we're calling Through the Fire, which is super magical. And we'll tell you more about it if you'd like more information. But uh, it's basically a farm-to-table, gourmet-to-table dinner with a full open bar. And that's the best part. And, um, you know, delicious dinner. Um, my staff, my daughters, and you, hopefully, some of you will be there. We already have you know, some people signed up. It's very limited, it's very intimate, and it's going to be an absolute life a transformational, one of those events that's just going to change your life you know, in four hours. So it's going to be awesome. So if you are interested in being part of the Columbus event, please don't wait till last minute. We are filling up. Um, there's also an opportunity, which we can send you information about, to have 48 hours with me. There's a couple people that have taken advantage of that. Very intimate, very exclusive, lots of hands-on healing, um, obviously constant readings. You can hang out again with the staff. Um, I wish Danny, you could come. You I know. know. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, so um, that's one opportunity. I kind of want to break in and talk to Walt because I'm kind of being led to. Uh, Walt was out in L.A., and um, we were getting lots of updates on Facebook and lots of pictures. So tell us about L.A., Walt. Can you hear me? Uh, I had an amazing time. Took my daughter for her birthday. Uh, we had we stayed in a very beautiful place, which was my cousin's house in Brentwood, and it was truly, truly, truly uh, amazing. The weather was great. It was hot. It was really hot, but um, it didn't matter. Like we were up on a mountain, and life was pretty good. <laughs> it was really good. We went to Malibu and Santa Monica. In all these different places, but it was really, uh, really just uh, amazing. Good bonding time for me and my daughter as well. You look tired. You tired? Am I? Yeah, yeah. I just got in last yesterday or more yesterday, but I'm getting better. Gotcha. And Danny, what's going on for you? What's coming in for you this week? What's going on with you? Ah, you know, what's going on for me, the theme, I think, has been um, allowing myself to be reminded. Reminded of things that support me, reminded of my own inner resilience and purpose. Um, 
and not holding on to to beliefs so tightly. Whether they're like I can do it on my own, or or I am on my own, or preconceived notions of, of what's going to happen. Like I said last week, and I think Walt, you know, can experience that now coming on the video with us. Things like this, you know, you there's so many things we could worry about. Quote unquote, is this right? Is this right? Am I doing it right? And as soon as we step in, um, all think beautiful things happen. Like we said last week, we realize we're not alone, literally and figuratively. So. What's coming for me is, is just allow yourself to be reminded of all the resources you have internally, externally. And the one thing, I, I, you know, I've been writing, as I always do, and one piece of a thought I had was this idea that replenishment is the promise of release. So if you're holding on to all these things because you think that's the way it has to be and it's ultimately making you feel like you're not accomplishing them or you're behind or whatever it is, when you let those things go, you do feel a sense of immediate replenishment and when you just keep going and just let go of, of, of a standard, quote-unquote, or a self-judgment, just in doing it, you get a sense of renewed belief and replenishment. So this idea of releasing, uh, allowing, remembering uh, from a place of authenticity, from just what you have and nothing more, is, is a great thing because you, you don't have to worry so much about something being missing or, or something going wrong. So for me, those reminders and allowing that, replenishment and support to come in has been the energy that I've experienced for, for the last week or so. So it's been great. I really love that. That kind of piggybacks on Walt's trip in a way because he took, mm. I think, a week or more off, you know, and went out and spent time with his daughter. And yeah. we actually took a um, day and a half away. And it's so funny because I learned that there, I need to give up even more control, you guys, and let even more things go because my poor little phone was burning up while I was gone and it just showed me that um, obviously there, there's more release that needs to be done with the business because you know that's not even a weekend you guys it was literally a day and a half and it was like ah my girls are like why are you working I'm like I'm sorry like I have to answer questions but we went away to uh, Blowing Rock I don't know if you guys have ever been there but it's a beautiful place off the Blue Ridge Parkway in North Carolina Actually, very uh, the view um, out my um, bread and breakfast was very similar, except it had like 10 to 20 long-range mountain views as the picture behind me. It was absolutely breathtaking, stunning. It was funny, though, because, you know, you have visually this, it's kind of a weird, uh, weird thing, because you had visually this beautiful mountain range, but audibly it was over this road that was doing construction and it was just kind of this weird juxtaposition because you know it was so relaxing you know looking at it but like the sound wasn't so there has to be a lesson or something weird in there I haven't quite figured it out but it was still super nice just to, it's always super nice isn't it and Walt can relate to this too just to get out of your element and like be exposed to different people and out there you know we live really close to Appalachia and those people oh my gosh like they seriously live today like they lived hundreds of years ago and you get a little taste of that culture and it just reminds you like how complicated we make, kind of what you were saying Danny, how complicated we make our lives and how much stuff we have that we don't need and you know it raises all those questions, what does it take to be happy, what does it take to be content and satisfied and just really interesting, um, all that in a day and a half and it's so funny because time kind of really worked for me and it really felt like eight days, which was cool. So it's cool to get kind of like an eight-day feeling in a day and a half. So I was kind of dealing with some of those um, same things as well. I know Walt may be a little quieter than usual. He said he's having some audio problems. So if you guys don't hear him jump in as much, it may be because he can't hear or he's having some kind of 
um, delay, we're going to have to work with him um, you know, off the air later another time and make sure um, he can be involved really actively in this uh, new format. But I'm not sure who is going to introduce or talk about uh, Tony. I'll talk about a few more things going on in Secret Everything later. But if you want to go ahead and talk about our amazing, wonderful guests, and we're going to take a minute or two break where I might turn off my camera. I'm going to try to set up Periscope and air some of Tony's interview live for my 216,000 amazing Twitter followers. So we're going to um, go to that. But, Walt, if you have any thoughts and you want to try to jump in, you know, feel free. Otherwise, I don't know who's introducing Tony, but go for it. I'll introduce Tony. I would love to introduce Tony. I, I've just from my, you know, brief interaction yeah. already, I just love it. I just love his energy. And you can always tell, you know, the that one... Um, or many sort of uh, uh, threads or themes that run through people of service, and it's that sensitivity and kindness. And I felt that with Tony right away, which is so wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so let me tell a little, everyone a little about, about Tony. So he's your twin. Oh no, <laughs> thank you. It's very kind. Um, so so Tony is our guest today, Tony Valen. and uh, Tony has a very interesting story, as many many people of service, and especially energetic and sensitive uh, healers and teachers do. But Tony, as a child, Tony was always able to see auras. And because of his Catholic upbringing, he was told not to say anything because for fear it might be evil. And, he, and Tony himself even experienced many energetic attacks in his life, up, up until about the age of 16. Um, and it was the death of his own mother that ultimately inspired him to continue his learning of the truth, what he calls the truth, that we are all energy and that we are all connected at, as one. At that moment, he promised his mother yeah. that one way or another, he would talk with her again. So now, Tony is the host of his own radio show, Healing From Within. And through this show, Tony presents different people with different gifts in hopes to teach and educate all that being a psychic or any other type of light worker is just the tip of the iceberg. He says, the more I search and teach, the more I so lovingly refer to find yet another deeper level of crazy. <laughs> the fact remains that people with our gifts are not crazy. In fact, we are more sane, more alive, and more awake to a truth that is soon to come and be shared by all. And that is our wonderful guest today, Tony Valen. Hello, so, everyone. Hi. How are you all doing? Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. My pleasure. Am I there? Can you hear me? You're good. Oh, good. Okay, good. Yeah, Tony, we're actually going to take a... I wanted to piggyback on something Danny said really quick. We're going to take a short break, so if you guys want to turn off your cameras really briefly, we're going to take like a minute or two break, because I'm going to... Um, produce this for radio on a couple different um, networks as well. Hopefully not very long. Hopefully I can pass that off to somebody else to produce. But I'm going to put this one together. So we're actually going to take a, we're going to go ahead and Dr. Kim, um, you go to break. And when we come back, go ahead, Dan. I was going to say, perfect. I'm glad you said that. If you want to go ahead and say that audibly, say, okay, great. And we're going to go to, go to break and we'll be back with our guests. That way you have that, that audio that you sort of like right after I finished, you say, okay, wonderful. And we're going to go to break. And when we come back, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have Tony or whatever you want to say. 
Okay, and then one of you are going to introduce him when we get back. Yeah, when we get back, we can try uh, and see if, if, uh, if Walt, we can hear him. And if not, then I'll go ahead and do it again. Okay, so Walt's going to bring him back. So you guys can all have, you know, like a minute break. I'm going to set up Karis because when we come back, I, wanted, I want them to be able to join us live and uh, hear our conversation with Tony. So I have to do that on my phone. So I'm going to shut my camera for a minute. Uh, you guys can get a glass of water break or beyond, whatever you want, because I'm not going to stop the broadcast. I'm just going to turn off. Um, my camera. So yeah, so thank you so much Tony. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break and when we come back um, we will be speaking to Mr. Tony Vallon. Thank you so much. We'll see you in a minute. Annie, are you ready? Yeah. Well, okay. So we are back from break, and I think Walt is going to um, try and introduce our amazing and wonderful guest, psychic Tony Vallon. So, Walt? Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, hearing about what Tony Valen uh, has to say. But, um, let's see here. <laughs> Hold on one second. From my, uh, from my notes here. But Tony Valen is a long, uh, lifelong empathy and energy healer and is currently the host of the very insightful radio show, Healing from Within with Tony Valen. His show is all about interviews of people with special gifts and talents and how they can use these gifts to help you and to heal you from within. So please welcome Tony Valen. Yay. Hello everyone. Hi. I'm very happy to be here. 
Welcome to The Secret to Everything. Thank you so much for being there. Well, you, I know uh, Danny shared a little bit about your background and um, your gifts. What I would really like to focus on, because I find it so fascinating, Tony, is, and excuse me if you guys can see me holding up my phone, um, we're doing a little bit of live uh, periscoping, so um, <laughs> I figured out how to, how to do it otherwise. So anyway, I'm letting them kind of share in if they want to type some questions for Tony, you guys can... Uh, type them on the screen and I'll ask um, Tony your questions if you guys want to jump in on the conversation. But what I would uh, like to focus on just for a couple minutes is what you mentioned about being visited by negative energies or entities when you were a child. Can you share a little bit about that? I find it so fascinating because Tony and Danny and Walden and you guys, I used to think I was the only one. You know, when you're really young, when you're two, when you're three, when you're four, when you're five, you really feel like you're kind of crazy and like nobody else in the world has experienced this or has experienced it and it's something that I kept quiet for many many years. What was so traumatic for me uh, and why I'm so curious to hear your story is because I also experienced it from the other end as a mother with multiple children of mine. So you know I'm really kind of interested to you know begin the conversation there. Sure, uh, well with my experience it was that uh it was always at night and I wasn't ever sure if it was a suggestion to my mind or if it was actually an event that happened to me but I remember sleeping at night and then all of a sudden I get this feeling that I was being watched and um, when I'd open my eyes I'd always see like a dark silhouette of a man with horns and red glowing eyes looking at me and of course as a child that would totally terrorize me so I would try to get up and scream and immediately whatever that thing was would jump on my chest and hold me uh, by the neck and hold me down and I could not scream I was paralyzed uh, I tried to do everything to get away and the harder I fought the stronger it became so then I don't I don't know how I knew this or why it would work this way but I would fake it out what I mean is I would pretend like okay I give up that's it I, I'm not can't I can't handle anymore and then suddenly I would jump up and scream and then that's when I could break free and I uh, the thing that's kinda weird is that uh, my parents did uh, react to my screaming or whatever and they would come check on me but it was never discussed it was never talked about in the morning when uh, we all woke up it was it just wasn't discussed it was something that uh, happened to me and then that would make me think did that really happen or you know, or did I imagine it? Am I going crazy? Is the devil really visiting me? And to me, that was the devil visiting me. So um, I, I'm not quite sure what happened, but that's what was going on. And how long did that last, Tony? You said, did it last until you were 16, or did it? Have you had visitations at night since then? Um, when did that stop? It stopped at the age of 16, but I have to tell you that it it kept happening. But at the age of 16, I felt a little more empowered, and I felt like. Uh, I just blocked it out of my mind and it stopped happening and uh, even now as an adult I still get visits at night time but now it's more of a audio thing I, I hear things and sometimes I do open my eyes and I see things but I see these things as entities I no longer see them as evil or anything I just see them as different types of energy so they don't freak me out anymore and I have the ability to energetically push them away from me so it's I'm no longer the defenseless I don't know what's going on type of person right and why do you think um, that happened why do you think you know children like you and I and my children gifted children children that are 
um, I believe, the higher level, to be honest with you, medium to high level children. Um, how do you think these energies know? I mean, I found that very curious. These energies, Tony, knew that my children were gifted before I even realized it. When my children were, you know, three and four, the rocking chairs would go in the room. The closets would knock. You know, they would see figures. I mean, so how do these energies know that children are, you know, psychically gifted before we even have a grasp on our gifts or before as a parent we even know that our children are, you know, gifted? Don't you find that interesting? Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I do. Uh, the thing about it is that for me, the other thing that I don't mention in my, you know, information to people is that, and, and I always felt that, um, which is still to this day kind of a fear that I have, whenever someone dies and they're like, if I happen to come across a, an accident scene for a car, whatever, I can see them. I can see full body apparitions of them. I can see them that they just recently died. I can see the confusion. I can feel it. I can hear it. I see it. And when I was a child, I used to see things like that. Uh, I didn't like going to uh, retirement communities or, or funeral homes or whatever because a lot of times we go to a funeral home, so I'd go with my mother. And I would see that person walking around in confusion, couldn't believe what was going on. And the thing that happened is that uh, it used to happen to me in a way of attacking as, again is that I would be there and these people would walk up to me and they thought that since I could see them and hear them and communicate with them that I could put them back in their body and make things go away, make things better mm -hmm. again. So when that started happening to me, that was terrifying and, and um, that's that's another thing that really terrified me that I was afraid that dead people would chase me to this day I will not go to a funeral I don't like going to memorials I don't got, like going to anything like that because I do see them um, and as time goes on from their day of death the energy starts fading more into more into what I normally see which is balls of energy so they start going from full-bodied apparitions into balls of energy and all I see is like uh, when you look down the highway and you see heat signatures, I see heat signatures going in circles and, and that's what I see. But uh, again, these people are in chaos and I, I'm afraid I don't want anyone to follow me home. So I don't, I always ignore them. Mm -hmm. I try to act like I don't see them and I do my best not to connect with them uh, because they will follow you and chase you. And, and I think they, that's how it turned out for me that these spirits or whatever knew that I could do things because when I was a child, I didn't know any better. I would just acknowledge them and talk to them or interact with them, not knowing any better, thinking that everyone else could do it. And um, But little did I know that uh, as I grew, I started noticing that I was the only one talking to them and dealing with them, and I was the only one getting scratched by them or slapped or whatever, you know. So, And not all the time. I mean, just, you know, once in a while. Just because you go to the other side doesn't mean you don't stop being human and, and you slap people and or panic and you know what I mean. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to check the periscope piece. Thank you so much for watching. If you guys want to continue watching this live because um, it's kind of distracting holding my phone up for me, uh, you can go to Kimberly McGeorge on YouTube and this is airing live now. So love you guys. Hit follow. Thank you so much. All right, so we're out there. Um, but that was fascinating, so I'm, I'm sure they'll love that. You know what I what I hear is, so, you know, I've done a lot of paranormal work. I don't know if you have, Tony. I don't think, you know if you've ever talked about that, but I've done so much paranormal work and you know what you're saying is really correlates to what the more serious uh, paranormal investigators, and I know Walt's done some stuff too, 
Um, not so sure about Danny, but we've never talked about that either. But, you know, like Ghost Adventures and stuff, when they go in these places, um, like prisons and mental hospitals and stuff, I really hear some of your experience correlating with things that people actually experience. Not even necessarily sensitive people or gifted people, but, you know, dead on just normal people that aren't necessarily tuned in or plugged in or, you know, weren't necessarily born connected to their abilities like some of us were. So do you find that true in, you know, you said you don't go to funeral homes. Do you go to places because... You know, even on vacation, we went to an Appalachian museum, and you know, a couple of us took a couple steps in, and we're like, "Uh-uh, we're not leaving here with an attachment." You know, that the things have energy, the things have attachments, and we're so sensitive, we don't want to bring that stuff home. And as a matter of fact, you know, my energy even changed with some of the things that we experienced in places we went. We went to a lot of old places. We went to some big manors and things. And I'm gonna actually have a friend of mine go through my energy and kind of clean me up because I feel a little disturbed, you know, myself. And I don't see as much as you do, Tony. I only see about 40 to 50 percent of the time. My oldest daughter actually sees, you know, full-on ghost whisper. And I don't know if it's like that for you, but she sees. And I kind of like to hear from you. But, you know, it's so funny because everyone's like, oh, no, you know, don't go to the graveyard. Don't go to the prison. Don't go, you know. It's so scary. But it's so funny because one day I pulled out of my driveway and, you know, there's four spirits standing at the end of my freaking street, Tony. You know, it's in the Walmart. It's in the new houses. It's out there everywhere. So when I do see, I will as often see spirits in strange places like Walmart as I will, for example, in a manor house or in a graveyard or, you know, in a funeral home. What's your perception or observation of that? Well, for me, I've, uh, like I said, I've dealt this for years, so... The thing that really I didn't realize I was doing back then, which helps me now uh, that I was practicing, is for I see auras. I've seen auras all along, and um, I got to a point where um, the auras, I started not focusing on them, just living life as it is. So the thing about it is that when I see dead people, they either have to be really, really, for lack of a better word, alive. They have to be you know, energetic and whatever, because if they're just someone that's walking around or quietly just hanging out or they have something to say or whatever, if they don't grab my attention, I'm not going to see them or hear them. I mean, if I focus on them, I will, but for the most part, I'm in my own world and I'm busy and I'm running around doing whatever. And even time, there are times even when I do get someone that attaches to me and says, I want you to say this, 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 and that, and I push them away again. So through all the years of doing the, uh, the radio show and everything that I've studied, I've learned to control it. So it's no longer something that controls me. I control it. I feel stronger, and every day I get stronger. So even though I can see them and hear them and feel them, they don't control me. I, I decide when they're going to talk to me and when they're going to leave me alone. I love that, and for the people that are going to listen to this replay on radio and on Z Talk and on, on all these places and watch this for hopefully countless months to come on YouTube, I want to make a really important point. And this doesn't just apply to medium skills or the ability to see auras or the ability to see spirits. This applies to the empaths out there. This applies to the people that know things and can read minds and can read energies. And uh, I think that's such a great thing that you said. You know, people are so afraid of these gifts because they think that uh, they're uncontrollable. They feel like they're going to be overtaken from them if they really walk in them. I think it's really encouraging to hear someone with such high-level abilities, you know, natural-born abilities, you know, develop a mastery. And I have as well. And maybe Walt and Danny can jump in here too. I'm sure they have questions or input. But I think it's so amazing. People are like, 
oh my gosh, you can read my thoughts? And I'm like, yeah, I can go in your head and read your thoughts. I can read your energy. I know every single thing. My, my one daughter, my second oldest daughter, can read souls, Tony. You talk about a scary ability. Woo, baby. I mean, she can go in anyone, anytime, any place without a picture, you know, and then I can too, and, and I think you have similar abilities. But, you know, everybody's like, that's terrifying. You're a terrifying person. I'm like, no, I'm not because I don't do it, Tony. I don't do that. You know, I go in a restaurant and I don't read people. If I'm really bored or, like you said, if something jumps out, like I'll read it or observe it or notice it, but it has to be really, really, like I'll be like, oh my gosh, you know, there's another psychic sitting over there. Like something like that. It has to really grab my attention. You know, we want to have a life too. We want to choose. You know, we don't want to be controlled by our gifts or controlled by other energies or other people. And I love that you said that because, you guys, you don't have to be controlled by your gift. You know, whether it's, you know, being empathic, whether it's having dreams or visions or, um, you know, seeing spirits, we don't, we don't need to be overtaken, you know, by the gift. We can, you know, choose how we participate. And Tony does choose to participate professionally. You do help people, and we'll talk about that in a bit, but I just wanted to, that's a great, great, huge question that a lot of people ask me, and it's so nice to have somebody else uh, that's in control of their gifts, because a lot of people, Tony, even healers and people, they don't have control of that gift. Um, Danny and Maud, I'm going to give you an opportunity to jump in here, because I could just have a little chat with Tony all day, <laughs> but um, yeah. if you guys have anything you'd like to add at this point. This is great. Well, one thing, just going back to the bio and how I thought how beautiful it was, Tony, that you were inspired uh, by your mother's passing and how that was a something deep within you that really sort of motivated you to continue forward uh, yeah. and not push back from this. So I really would love to know some sort of any communication or any affirmation or support you, you've received from your mother and and at the same time having dealt with all this all your life some of the positive ways that you use your gifts, some of the, some of the ways that are most in alignment uh, with you and your heart that you now use your gifts. Yeah, well, to answer the first question uh, with my mother, it's uh, both my parents have passed on. I was very close to my mother, and I proudly say that I was a mama's boy. Mm -hmm. um, and the thing about it is that I was so close to her in life that when she passed on, I never heard back from her or never heard anything from her until last year. Wow. It was on Mother's Day. She visited me. And as soon as I woke up, she, I, I, it was, it's kind of weird because she visited me in a dream but it was such a real dream that I know for a fact she was here with me. And she just came to give me a Mother's Day gift to me on Mother's Day. So that was very sweet. Wow. The one that I'm very close to that, you know, for a long time I really had an issue with was my dad. Me and my dad, we didn't hate each other, but we weren't close. But uh, three months prior to, to him passing on, we got very close. And when he passes on, he, I mean, he passed on, and now... My dad is actually one of my protectors. Wherever I am, I, I, I feel him. I just feel, and Kimberly, just like you were saying, empathically, I'm very strong, and, and I know people. I can meet people for the first time ever, and no, I'm not being judgmental. I'm just saying yeah. I know who I'm going to like, and I know who I'm not going to like. I know exactly who they are, and I can look right into their eyes into their soul and I know their dirty laundry not that I care and not, not that I'm being judgmental it's just that I feel some and sometimes I do I say things that I feel need to be pulled out and dealt with that they're not even aware that's going on with them and it helps them and, uh, 
maybe we should throw Walt under the bus in a little bit and let you uh, do a sample reading on Walt so that our because yeah, what I want to say about about do it is that who said do it Walt or Danny? Again, what I want to affirm for you guys in the direction we're going with the show is I'm walking a different line of integrity than I've ever walked and uh, you know I made some compromises four or five years ago in my career in who I promoted but Tony is the real deal he is what I call you know a high level you know intuitive a high level psychic he has very masterful abilities you know we're really proud to recommend him you know I encourage you to work with him and, you know he'll share in a little bit you know how you can get a hold of him you know he's the real deal I have no problem endorsing him um, and his gifts fully so we're really really thrilled to present a new quality of um, you know people on the secret to everything people that I can really stand behind and obviously I can read energy and um, I don't have to make a compromise when I look at Tony and when I look at his gifts he's the real deal he's a very rare individual people think there's all these masterful you know psychics and mediums on the planet there really aren't my information says there's less than two percent of the population that has these really, really high-level abilities, and I and I'm really in resistance still to that. I might have shared it on some other shows. I'm in resistance to it because I've been told possibly I might be included in that two percent. So you know, I've struggled with ego, you know, in the past, and I've been brought to my knees. And I don't know. That's a good question for you, Tony. Maybe you can answer. Have you ever struggled with ego or? Um, you know, in the utilization of your gifts with people, or have you been able to stay fairly humble in that expression? Um, well, when it comes to ego and when it comes to dealing with that type of stuff in your life, um, of course, when you first start telling people things and, and you actually, and I hate to say it, but yes, in the past I've, I've said and done things to people that either make them so happy or they shock them or they cry or... Uh, you know, I make some type of deep connection with them, or, or and I see the uh, the healing in them. And at first, uh, it was like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. I can really do that, blah blah. So it's like a new toy. But after after so long, and and you meet other people like yourself, and um, you begin to realize that it's not about you, and that doing this stuff actually. Uh, like I was saying in my bio, it's it's another level of crazy. So even though you're doing these connections with people and it's kind of crazy and it's amazing, pretty soon or later it becomes so common to you that it's not even anything that uh, ego would tell you that it's something special because now uh, you know, on my show, you know, I'm getting into quantum physics, I'm getting into connected energy, I mean possible even aliens, you know, and all this stuff. and even though that's crazy and I'm still trying to convince myself on that but it is true um, ego now not not a part of my life but if anything I think I've had ego but not the type of ego that says I'm better than you I've always had the type of ego that says I have to fight hard and defend myself because I think you think that I'm less than you are so mm -hmm. I, you know that's, but, that's rich yeah, yeah. I understand that I understand that too Danny, what is it that you say, uh, Tony keeps using the word crazy, what is that expression I love that you say about crazy, what is that, I told, you know the one I tell you I love? Yeah, yeah, hmm, okay, yeah, so Tony, I write affirmations in short prose to remind me of things or to extract meaning from circumstance, struggle, joy, and crazy comes up a lot for all of us, you know, these things, quote unquote, coincidences or chance meeting or the quantum physics and the connection of it all, which I love, you know, all that stuff you just referred to. And, and 
you know, we can get buckled down by it, but I wrote something to, to uplift myself, and I shared it, and it said, crazy is a calling, and there the brave become the wise. Where every day the hearts are falling, and every night the saviors rise. And it's just like that cycle, you know, that if we, if we, if we like you've done all your life, Tony, if you just kind of stick with it and believe in yourself, that cycle will will end up to where you're more and more empowered every time. So yeah. we just have to keep reminding ourselves of that, you know. So, but it gets crazy for sure. <laughs> yeah, it does. And you know what you just mentioned? The the other thing I want to say that has helped me focus a lot on staying. Uh, I'm getting so much better, and and believe you me, like. For whatever reason, this month is not my month, even though it was my birthday month. It's like everything is hitting me at one time or whatever. Um, I have learned uh, with meditation to stay focused and not create my own drama because drama is hitting me, so to speak. Um, so it's sort of like uh, I was watching or talking to this monk, no, YouTube, and um, this monk was talking about think of your mind as a flag. If, if drama hits you, the flag goes everywhere. But if you meditate and you concentrate and stay focused, whatever hits you, that flag is steady. And that's exactly how I feel, you know, about things that have happened that would make me go off the deep end. And half the time I make a mountain out of a molehill, or I used to. Um, I'm a lot calmer now, and things don't upset me as much. And even if they do, I, I follow advice that I always uh, tell other people that your spiritual awareness and, and health is like, like a plan, like when you jog or whatever, you remain faithful to the meditation, the calmness for, you know, five, six days out of the week. But you have that one day when you can have your junk day, junk food. And uh, for me, that one day I go off the deep end and I let all the emotion and everything out of the way. But once it's all gone, it's gone. No more. You cannot revisit it again. I'm back to focusing. And that's uh, how I deal with that. I love that. Yeah. So, Walt, do you have any thoughts or questions you'd like to ask Tony at this point? Yeah, um, it's, I guess from earlier, Tony, um, you had mentioned that you're afraid of, uh, you know, going to different places that may have dead people, like funerals, funeral homes and stuff like that. And, and Dr. Kim had mentioned that spirits are all around us anyway. And I just would like to have, you know, just to, to say to you that you have a special gift and we shouldn't be afraid of it and, and to embrace it. Um, I I feel energy of, of spirits more than I see them. I do see shadows and I, I see all the light like you have as well. Um, but I would like to, to know if you can teach others to see spirits or is it just something that's just so internal with you that you don't know how to or it's not able to be shared or, or taught to anyone else? Um, okay, so uh, my understanding is the question is, can you teach other people to see spirits and feel them? Is that what the question was? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm a firm believer that everyone and anyone can see spirits and feel them and whatnot. The thing about it is that you have to learn to calm your mind and stay focused and be aware. Be aware uh, of your surroundings. Pretend like you're walking in a dangerous neighborhood and you have to be careful. You just start focusing and making aware, um, uh, making yourself aware of your surroundings and you'd be surprised that uh, when you start just being aware of your surroundings, you pick up on a lot of things 
and that is the the one thing that people don't do. They're so busy with doing everything and being so distracted that sometimes you don't even. I mean, a, a live person could be sitting next to you and talking to you, and you're going, "Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, got it." It's that same thing. Spirit is talking to you, but you're not paying attention because you're not focused and you're not paying attention to what's around you. So, how are you going to see? the dead much if you don't even see the living you know what I mean it's a matter of uh, you yes. can just focus it's it, it's quite simple the thing about it is that it, the other thing that's amazing to me is you have all these people giving you all, all this advice about oh eat properly and stand on your head and meditate for days and go drink water from the fresh spring blah 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 the truth is is it's so simple that it's crazy just simple focus stay calm be pure and don't make drama for yourself and others. And if you stay, uh, if you just live authentically, you'd be surprised how much the world opens up to you. And don't you think, Tony, that uh, there is a piece of you know just asking? People are like, how do I connect to God? How do I connect to spirit? I have to go pay somebody to connect. I have to, you know, pay somebody. I have to go on these, you know, five thousand dollar retreats and go into silent meditations. And I'm not saying there's not value in that. There absolutely is. But I find, you know, the simplest thing we have not because we ask not. If you'd like to develop your intuition, you know, fall down in your face before, you know, the God of the universe and be like, show me. You know, I'm open. Sometimes it's just because our chakras, our meridians, our energetic systems aren't even open to receive. We may even have that ability, but we're not open to receive kind of like you referred to and Danny referred to earlier. We're not open to receive ourselves. You have to open to receive don't you think your own gifting and, and be open to receive yourselves before anyone else can receive you, whether it's the, you know, and then there's this whole other energetic world, which I love that you referred to. So there's the alien energies, which we could probably have you back and have another intensive topic about that a hot debate topic between angels and demons and aliens and that whole mess and, and other assorted energies, poltergeists and, you know, on and on, all these things that we um, encounter and people encounter. Um, and that's a great question, Tony. How many times do you encounter people that um, are haunted by energies or entities on a very severe level? Because in my work, even though I try to stay away from that topic, believe it or not, um, we encounter a lot of people that um, have attachments and uh, things in their homes. And you know what I encounter a lot? I actually encounter it tons and tons with children. I was just consulted today on a, a case where a child is actually being tortured by a spirit in the home. I encounter a lot of this. Do you in your work? Um, for me, the thing that I encounter is uh, energies in homes. It's kind of weird because uh, I hang out with people that actually do real estate and, and you know we go to homes that are empty and they're being sold or whatever. Uh, there have been a couple of times when I walked into the house and first of all, you know, you get this feeling over you that something's not right. Yeah. And then the other thing is that uh, there was this one house when I walked by the room, I could hear like a, a someone crumpling a paper sack or something. And I looked in there and all I could feel and see was just evil and darkness. And I could just see like a vortex trying to suck you in. And um, so for me, it's more about picking up bad energies in houses and uh, and people not so much and that people are getting attacked. Um, I guess it's back to what I said before. I, even if I feel it, I'll push it away because I'm not ready to deal with that yet. Gotcha. Oh no! Oh no! Don't say that. Whenever I say that, Tony, it comes for me. Then I'm like forced to deal with that, and that opens oh. up a whole new 
avenue of work. So, oh gosh, <laughs> here it comes. Danny, did you have a question? Yeah, you know, at this point, I would love the listeners to get a sense, Tony, of of maybe a, a sample, a, a story of, of of someone that you work with or help. And we're able to sort of, you know, help them have a real shift in their life or perspective, so that people can get a sense of, you know, why or how they may contact you, um, just by maybe a story or something you can remember where you really had an impact on someone. Um, sure. And actually, uh, and I hope my uh, friend and neighbor doesn't mind. Um, <laughs> I have a neighbor that, uh, you know, is uh, across the street from me, and she was always a real quiet person. And and you know, it's it's so. Even to someone that doesn't see auras or whatever, you can see when a dark cloud is following them around, and they—they're not a very—you could just see the unhappiness in them and whatever. So anyway, I'd see her walking her little white poodle, walking along all the time, and along with her, I would also see this little black dog running around, jumping, having good time, following her and whatever. So I would never say anything. I'd always say hi to her, and then uh, one day, um, my other neighbor that lives two houses from me, we have things called a, a driveway meeting. We all get together in the driveway and we talk and whatever. So me and my friend were talking and she happened to be walking with her little white poodle and I said, uh, my, my friend called her over and we started talking and I kept seeing this little dog trying to get my attention and everyone's attention and then my friend is aware of what I do and sometimes and she said, you see something, you need to tell her what's going on. And I said, all right, well, uh, I just want to let you know, and this is crazy, but there is a little black dog jumping around at your feet and, and just so happy and wants you to acknowledge it. And it also wants you to know that whatever your decision was, they're happy and they're thankful for a decision you made. You shouldn't feel guilty. And they're telling me that their name is starts with, with a D or Delaney. And then as soon as I said that, she busted out into tears. And she said that that was the dog that uh, she was like her own baby. And she lost the dog. She had to put the dog down because uh, he got really sick. Um, and the thing that is really sweet is that after that, she was a much happier person, and she really was so happy. She came over to my house and knocked on my door and gave me uh, a wind chime of a firefly, and uh, also gave me a picture of her on her way to, on her wedding day holding the dog in her arms. Anyway, that was that was just wow. so wonderful. That 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 really made me feel good that I could lift that burden from her, you know, shoulders. So, Love it. Um, Tony, Tony, you had mentioned before um, that you uh, can see auras, and yes. my daughter also was able to see auras, and she doesn't anymore. But um, would you do you know what the different color of auras mean, or do you just see a white aura, or do you see different colors like red, green, blue, and, and my next question <laughs> is, what color auras, if you still see them, are each one of us? Oh, whoa, under <laughs> the bus. <laughs> um, the, the, aura, the aura colors are, are, I still see them, and the thing about it is that um, I'm still, after all these years, I could tell you what it means, but the thing about it is that weird because I can kind of tell you what it is but it could be something else and this is what I mean by that is that if I see your colors uh, it could be your emotional health uh, there are times when I can see uh, medical issues in your auras and it's not so much about the color it's about the sharpness of the color you know whether it's fuzzy or whatever and then uh, other times the uh, color of the aura that I see may actually be some type of event 
that is happening in your life and it reflects in your aura based on your mental, emotional health. And uh, so um, does that answer your question as, as far as what I was talking about? So yeah. what you're saying, um, Good. Tony, what I hear you saying, and this is the same thing I tell people, people are like, you know, what is the color of my chakra? And I say, well, people run energy different ways, number one. So they're like, you know, well, is my energy running correctly? And I'm like, well, you run all your energy through your, you know, second chakra. So you're a very sexual person, you're a very creative person, and you're a power, that's your power energy, that's how you run your energy. So I kind of hear what you're saying is what I see and what I deal with is there's no one-size-fits-all necessarily. Um, at different times, you may see different colors or different um, aspects of a person's life, just depending on what's going on in their life right now. So, you know, you know, one time purple might mean one thing or a certain shape or whatever, and another time it may reflect something different or tie into a different aspect. Is that kind of what you're saying, that, that there isn't a textbook or a reading? This is what I find, Tony, so I think it's really interesting you're explaining it that way. I don't, people are like, teach me what you do, and I'm like, I don't know if I can, because there's not, I can't do a textbook. When you, you know, when you look at energy, if you can see energy, it doesn't look the same. Those of us that do see energy, it doesn't, Tony, like, different colors, different people, like, they're, you know how they have, like, the chakra pictures, and, you know, this chakra's red, and this chakra's orange, and this is the same with auras. Like, everybody's, you know, I see auras, too, not a lot, but sometimes, and it's a mess of colors, you know, <laughs> and it's dark in some places, and it's muddy green, and it's green, and it's bright yellow, and it's orange, and, and I can interpret it, like I can read the frequency of the energy, but it's definitely not something that I could write a textbook on and be like, you see this, because there is no this. I have never seen this. I have never seen the chakras that color. I have never seen them all spin that way. I've never seen the meridians run clear. I've never seen that. And so I, I love that point that you made. I think it's yeah. great. And the thing about it is that, I, and I don't know if, if you feel them this way, but not only do I see the color, but I have a, I get a feeling with it. So there's a different connection just because it's green today. And just like you said, the color may mean something this time around, but next time the color may still be the, the same color, but it's coming from a different direction. Um, like, for example, the, the primary aura color that I'm seeing for you is, is like a dark, uh, for lack of a better word, like black or clear, but that just tells me that you're like a, a sponge absorbing energy. So I'm, I can see your mind going 100 miles a minute, and, and that's what I'm feeling from you. Don't tell secrets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because remember I mentioned that I know that um, I need some clearing too. So I reach a saturation point where I know I need to dump. Uh, the work that I've done, and I, it's kind of funny you see that because that's what I'm feeling. I'm feeling I need to kind of clear that energy, you know, and dump a lot of that. And my mind does go like seven million miles a minute. But we will refrain from other comments about Dr. Kimberly. Let's talk okay. about Walt. <laughs> Walt. On Walt, um, well, say something, Walt, so I can get you on the screen. Oh, there you are. Okay. Um, I'm actually seeing a lot of uh, green and uh, green around you, green and blue which simply means uh, I see a lot of love around you and I see a lot of communication and I see that, uh, and this is just a feeling that I'm getting, I don't know if I'm right, wrong or indifferent, I feel that many times uh -oh. you try to express yourself but you have such a hard time expressing yourself because you do hold, you do put your, your shields up and you want to express yourself but only up to a certain point and you don't want anyone looking in, you just want to give them the sample of what you want them to know about you and that's the end of that. Does that ring with you? 
Well, I, I am a Taurus. Yes, I am a Taurus, so I'm stubborn even in my own energy field. <laughs> yeah. Well, and well, you know, I don't think you're going to mind me sharing, but um, you've been through some hard times. You've had a lot of wounding, and I actually think that's deepened your protection system. I think you're more guarded than you were like four years ago as far as how I read your energy. So I think you're rebuilding kind of how you want to look and express yourself and to the world. I think you're kind of in that rebuilding you know, phase. I don't think you're quite as open as you used to be. And I think it's really great in some aspects because you got into some kind of crazy stuff for a while with people and I think that's because you were so exposed. So I kind of applaud you doing that, you know, taking time to kind of close down a little bit in process. I think it's a really healthy thing for you, but that's just, you know, my observation. How about Mr. Danny? Mr. Danny. Oh, oh there you are. Okay. <laughs> With you, I, I also see a lot of uh, a lot of blues and purples around you. Um, I feel like you are also absorbing a lot of energy from other people. Um, I feel that sometimes other people's energy takes you over, and you're not quite sure what you're feeling because it's really not you feeling what you're feeling. I also feel a lot of you're such a caring, loving person, and, and I know that I can feel that from you. But that can uh, also maybe you should take a little from Walt and protect yourself a little bit. But I think you give out you give a little too much. I love it. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, beautiful. That's uh, true, Danny. Wouldn't you say that's that's a good read of you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I'm so glad you did that endorsement of, of Tony early on before uh, the proof. Just you know, you intuitively just really, and I felt it right away. And it's just great. You know, this idea of release from the beginning of the show is what we're, is, is, is a, a, what we're being reminded of. And it's great when people, like all of us, but especially like you, Dr. Kim, and you, Tony, can remind us, you know, of these things. You know, don't worry so much. This is what it is. Let it go. It's not you. It's going to be okay. So, yeah, that felt wonderful. I, I needed that. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. And you know, the thing about it is that, uh, and I don't, I don't know about you, Dr. Kim, but, but uh, me, because of what I do and, and how I feel and how I can connect with people immediately, um, I'm very lucky to have the, my show, Healing From Within, with Tony Valen on Block Talk Radio, uh, and my production team, you know, all the people that work with me, I really didn't come up and ask for help. They just happened to come on board on their own, and they give 100% of themselves. My producer, Larry, love him to death. He gives 1 billion percent, and I, I never have to ask him for anything. If anything, I'm the one that can be kind of uh, absent-minded because he he's the one being busy and worried, and I just have to sit here and talk. So I'm happy and blessed with that. Yeah, and I want to just shout out, you know, both Danny and Walt. I want to shout out Walt, and I'm going to put him up. I'm going to embarrass him a little bit, but Walt is the most long, it almost makes me cry Walt, because you're the most long time um, member of Secret to Everything. You've been there from the beginning. He has been through some crazy times on Secret to Everything. A lot of times we have crazy EVPs, I mean outright sentence voices that you can hear talk and he's endured, you know, a little bit of attack from being on the show when we've had some crazy people on. Not you, of course. This is in the early days. But, um, you know, Walt's really good there. He's been faithful. As a matter of fact, I take him so for granted. I was, like, shocked and offended. I'm like, you're not going to be on? I mean, we're, wasn't I all, like, Walt, 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 <laughs> and then Walt, like, how dare he? Like, he has been on, like, every 
week, and since we started back again in March, he's been on, so I just want to shout you out and say how much we appreciate you. You are so faithful. You are so steady. The women love you, and <laughs> he has this huge fan <laughs> club on you know, Facebook, so you know, I wanted to shout out Walt. And then I brought Danny on kind of for the reason, like you said, you're producer too. Uh, Danny is you know, supposed to and is making it so if I don't keep changing things every three weeks, <laughs> but making it so I can just show up. So I really appreciate you as well, Danny. I can really count on you, and I just appreciate how you're showing up for me in the show. And you know, it affects so many people. We have we're so thankful. We have thousands of listeners, and we're opening this up to YouTube, you guys. So we're going to have thousands more. And you know, they're going to be exposed to beautiful people like Tony. And I so appreciate you guys, and I love you. And I just wanted to, you know, when when he took time to affirm you guys, I just wanted to affirm, you know, both of you that I so value you and appreciate. Uh, that gift. So thank you for facilitating that, Tony. You have such a beautiful. I also wanted to say a couple of things to you personally, Tony. I'm sorry, I just have to. It's the way I am. Please go right ahead. You have such a beautiful. Uh, and I've said this to you before. I think on your show and maybe privately, but you're such a facilitator. You really have this ability uh, to make people feel very safe and comfortable in your presence. I really want you to continue to walk in that and own that. It's actually a superpower. I don't think you always realize what a huge gift that is, and that ability just to provide safety so people can be who they are is so precious and I want you to just know that. The thing about you that I see in your timeline, and I don't know if you see it or how you see your future, but I don't believe that you are where you're going to be. I think there's a lot of opportunities coming. I think you step very cautiously and I would like to see you step more confidently. So I want you to start to meet the energy that comes toward you. Sometimes I feel, for some reason, you dodge it, <laughs> and it kind of goes past you. And, you know, those of us that work with time, there's that divine timing thing. Like, sometimes an opportunity comes, and I'm saying this to all of you guys that are listening, too. It only comes at that moment. And, of course, it's choice, what you capture, what you hold, and what you go with. But, Tony, you're going to have some big energy coming toward you, some big opportunities. I'd like to just see you consider it and not dodge it or not um, deflect it because I think you do have such a humbleness and such a pure heart that, that I think sometimes you avoid things that could take you to really high places. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, so it does. see some huge, huge things coming if they haven't already appeared. They're definitely on your horizon and your timeline. And I just encourage you, we so need you. We so need people like you. I talk to so many thousands of healers a month probably and psychics and just, you know, the combination of gifts that you have is super rare and I want to shout you out and affirm that the character qualities are really, you know, and driving my business and my brand with integrity. I believe you are too. I believe you're in service to humanity and, and I love that about you. So, um, you know, please, <laughs> please step up and if you can get out there in a bigger way, please please do so. That's my challenge to you. <laughs> Thank you, and I shall, and that, and that does ring very true with me, you know. Uh, I think the, the problem with me, and I don't know why I feel this way, I, uh, I tend to feel like if I, I don't want to shine, you know what I mean? And what I mean by that is that I don't want to be egotistical or, or seem to someone that I'm, I'm ego or whatever. I don't know why I have such a hang-up for that. And I just need to learn to get past that and realize, most of all, realize that it's not about me. It's about what I have to do. And uh, thank you so much, Dr. Kim. And I will, I'm learning, and I will definitely, you know, well, do what I have to do. 
you know, it's like Danny said, you know, crazy, and we are a little crazy. You know, I own it. I'm learning to own it. You're learning to own it. We're all lots learning. Danny's learning. You guys are listening. We're all learning to own, you know, those unique and different parts of ourselves. But, you know, it is a calling, and you definitely have been called, Tony, and are called, and people need you. And so it isn't an ego thing. It's really a, It really is continuing to walk in service. So I'm excited to see, you know, you know where that's going for you. Well, thank you. Yeah, I agree 100%. Thank you so much for being with us, Tony. At this point, we want to ask you for parting thoughts. You know, anything that you definitely want to make sure that you share with the listeners, anything that, you know, we haven't covered yet, but just sort of your parting thoughts and what you'd like to leave the listeners with in terms of, of your thoughts or thoughts for them. Sure. Uh, the, the main thought, and I hope you guys don't mind, is I definitely want everyone to please listen to my show. Uh, we are on Blog Talk, airing Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central. It is a pre-recorded show, but I play it Monday through Friday that way. Different people get to listen at different times, and all my guests are so very interesting, and I'm so blessed and honored that people come to me and want to be on my show. Um, we're also on YouTube. I have uh, the Tony Valen channel on YouTube. Please go there. Everything's there. Uh, we have our website, healingfromwithin.net. Um, very important, follow us on Twitter, at TVHFW. And like us on Facebook, Healing From Within with Tony Valen. And the thing about it is that my show, it's very important to do the with Tony Valen at the end. Again, it's not about ego, but it's because there's so many Healing From Within out there that the only way I could get that title in there, because it's so important to me, is to add the Healing From Within with Tony Valen. And uh, thank you so much to uh, everyone that uh, listens to the show and to you guys for having me on the show. I had such fun, and thank you so much. Oh, yeah, we love you. So if there's anything we can do, we'd love to have you back. Maybe we should, uh, maybe we'll get um, a UFO expert or somebody on, and maybe a cryptozoology. Maybe we'll get a, we'll do, you know what's really fun with this format is I feel because we can see each other, it can be more of a panel discussion. So maybe you can come back and we can have a panel discussion on some of these controversial topics. I think that would be very informative and interesting to our audience. So we'd That's love fun. to have you back. I, I'd love to come back. Thank you. Well, many blessings to you. Um, much love to your producer, who's adorable, um, Larry. So he was awesome to me when I was on your show. You guys can actually listen to my episode. Um, I am on his YouTube channel on YouTube, so you can look at my episode if you want to kind of see the roles reversed and um, listen to that. So um, much love to you, Tony. We'll let you get back to your evening, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank Bye. you, Tony. Thank you. All right. So um, how much fun was that, you guys? That was awesome. Yeah, that went pretty well. What did yes, you think? It was a lot of fun. Yeah, well, what do you think about that? Great. <laughs> I, uh, well, I, I, I have to get my audio fixed or something. It's just a very, uh, it's a little slow, but I really liked it. Tony was amazing, very, uh, very uh, kind soul, and... Uh, and as I had mentioned to you before, a couple of weeks ago, talking about every time I do these shows, um, my intuitiveness, my energy, my vibrations are higher at the end of the show, and, and that's a lot of credit to you and, and Danny and the guests that you have on, too. Yeah, pretty soon, Walt, you're going to have to come, you know, quit your job and be full-time in this business. I'm trying to get everybody to do that. I'm... We're trying to facilitate everybody. I'm, I'm dragging Danny along, whether Danny wants to or not. I'm like, 
um, Danny, you gotta come do this like full time. We gotta get you into this full time. Hopefully, like nobody from your job is watching this. But anyway, we can edit it out if they are. But um, <laughs> hopefully, I just want to mention a couple things that we just started. We just the sales page isn't even up yet. If you guys are interested, you can go to Secret to Everything. We have a free gift. You can sign up for the mailing list. Um, we are gonna be you know releasing this video blog. So if you are on the mailing list, you will have access to these shows if you care to watch them. Um, we may start a separate mailing list, you know, just for this probably so you don't get, you know, inundated with random videos with us uh, chattering if you do not enjoy this show. But um, so we're going to do that. We just released um, a class called Unlocked, How to Attract Wealth and Abundance Now. A lot of you have been asking for some money uh, and abundance tips. So we are going to be doing that um, September 10th. And if you'd like more information, again, sign up for our mailing list and we will have a sales page up on Secret to Everything dot com like I mentioned the live event we're going into 21 days that actually begins on the 21st it's an evergreen program so you can join anytime you would like that is up on the website um, Walt usually tells all the ways to get a hold of me so you want to tell a few of those possibly and then we'll wrap it up at Danny well, do you want to share how to get a hold of me are you looking <laughs> Can you hear us, Walt? You want to give out the... Uh, um, no, no, I, I couldn't hear her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, just give out, yeah. give out the website and everything. Um, yeah, but I guess if you'd like to get in touch with uh, Dr. Kim, you can go on uh, KimberlyGeorge.com and all of her uh, things are on there for, from her Twitter to her Instagram, which I don't know how that's working out for her right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, guess what, Walt? I have, a, <laughs> I have you as a follower, my one follower. You got any follower? You? No. No, just you. Just that's it. Um, I'll have to get you some more. Um, but uh, if you'd like to uh, visit my website, it's gotspirits.org. And I'm on Twitter, Ghost Hunter Walt, and also Facebook, uh, Walt Leskowski. And I'm on Instagram, Coffee and Spirits. And Danny, how can we get a hold of you? Thank you, Walt. Yeah, so mine is my name. It's dannydonaire.com. It's D-A-N-N-Y-D-O-N-A-Y-R-E. And you can find me on Facebook under my name as well. Right. And awesome. I wish, you know what, I'm really bad at this. Let me look really quick, you guys, at who we have on next week. Because I I always know, I always think I'm going to do that, and I never do them. It's really busy. So we have um, Joan Sotkin next week. I believe, I don't know if you've looked at her, Danny, or not, but I believe she's going to talk, interestingly enough, about prosperity and wealth and abundance. I'm pretty sure that's her topic or in that general realm. I believe she's an author and speaker. So we will have her on. We're really excited to dig into that and ask some great questions. If you guys want to join us, I think we can have up to 10 people You know, with live interaction. You guys can actually come on video if you'd like and join us or you can um, join the chat. You do have to have a Gmail account. Keep that in mind. Um, we will be sending out little mini instructions. You know, when we send out the mailing list and announce the new video format, I kind of wanted to make sure that it worked. It works. I'm super excited because we're going to reach the world, you guys, now. You know, so that's super. You're going to be famous, Well, Are you excited? <laughs> I like famous. Yes. More ladies. <laughs> National ladies now. <laughs> One time, what did we do? Well, didn't we try to get you set up on a date or something? I don't know. We do crazy things. We're going to have to like, have a bachelor auction 
with Damien Wall. We're going to do something crazy. That'll be fun. But um, do you have any uh, final thoughts, Danny, or final phrases or inspirational? You know what? Because you said that, I'm going to share something. Because the last post I wrote last night on my Facebook page was about the reminders and the replenishment. That, and I referenced at the beginning one line about replenishment, but I'm just going to read the whole thing because it, we all touched upon it today. It was so interesting. Even the last question to Tony, how you encouraged him to share himself more. Uh, so I just want to share this to the listeners. It's something I wrote last night, and it just says, when you feel emptied, may you only share yourself more. Mm. When you are broken, open, and exposed, may you live even more passionately then. Replenishment is the promise of release. May we soon surrender and receive. Love set free remains in us, and hope is the proof of it all. So I think, you know, hopefully everyone, you know, feels the hope and feels the encouragement of, of our talk today. I know I do, and I know Walt did, and I, I think you did too, Dr. Kim. And so I, I think it's great. I think it's, it's a, so great to be part of it, as Walt said earlier. So thank you so much to everyone you, Dr. Kim, to you, Walt, to Tony, of course. It was it was a great, great show. Yeah, I loved it, and I love being able to see you guys and, and interact, you know, with everybody's energy. So I do encourage you guys, you know, if you are listening to this, you know, once I get the production done for Blog Talk, and if you are listening to this on Zoo Talk, that you do go ahead and look us up, and um, if you have, you know, are curious, you know, what Tony looks like, or what Walt looks like, or what I look like, or what Danny looks like, just to see the energy, and to know we're real people, we have real flaws, but we're passionate. We love you guys. I mean, I mean, with a sincere great passion. You know, we all show up for you. Um, Walt and Danny are not highly paid. Um, we hope to change that. But we do this out of love. We are passionate about your healing. We are passionate about you guys expressing um, your abilities and finding your gifts and um, finding joy and wholeness in this life, just like Tony said. So we all love you. We will see you next week. We're going to do this crazy experiment again until we get it right. Um, hopefully we can improve some of the production and um, Walt, you know, we want you to be able to hear Walt and all our guests for sure. So much love. Um, good night, everybody. Have an amazing week. Good night. Good night.